we go. Here we go. Third and final installment of Sexy February. Mm-hmm. Fabby is sexy. I don't know. There's something there. I'd like to think it was a good closeout, though. I, oh, Dawn, I don't want to say too much because I feel like I don't agree with you about the quality or sexiness of this movie. But that's good because. Yeah, why? Because it's the whole point of this show. That's true. Yeah, it's nice when we disagree. If we both disliked it, that's kind of cool. But if we both liked it too much, it kind of takes away from. Yes, that's true. So I'm ready to tell you how much I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I am so sad. It's not even funny, I know. Okay. I know. It's just funny because I feel like so many of the movies we watch, when I'm watching it by myself, I'm like, man, I wish John were here. Like, this would be a really fun thing to watch together. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes movies like this, I'm like, I'm so glad John's not here because I feel like I would have felt the pressure to like it. Right. And I was just allowed to experience this movie on my own. So it worked out for the best that we couldn't be in studio for this. I yeah, think, I but. guess so. I was like really <laughs> excited. And then I was like, shit, whatever. I'm not feeling great. And then you come out with this. So I was like, <laughs> I'm okay. so sorry. Okay, let's get into this. Okay. This is I Hate It. Oh, my God. What is our? What is the name of our podcast? This is I Hate It. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn, I I'm think. So, I'm so <laughs> thrown off. I'm so thrown off by this whole intro. We're discussing the 1998 erotic thriller, I guess, Wild Things. Yeah, we are. Even though there's nothing sexual about it until an hour into the movie. It's hot, man. This was my sexual awakening, for sure. I can see that as a young person. So I, I can respect that you appreciated this movie when you saw it initially. I think maybe seeing it now at this stage of my life. Now is different, a thousand percent. But I still felt it had its, I mean, it's Denise Richards. I know. Oh. And thank God for her breasts, because honestly, this movie, oh, yeah. her breasts and Bill Murray were the two only yes. quality things about this movie. <laughs> Bill Murray made this movie just all of my inside jokes are his lines a thousand percent. I love him in this movie quite a bit. I think Mm -hmm. he has sort of a Saul Goodman-esque element Uh to him. And I don't quite understand how he fits into everything, but I guess we'll discuss it. And I've, I've honestly given a lot of thought to how I want to talk about this movie because I feel like if we're not careful, this could take us a full three to five business days to like break down and understand. So (laughs) I'm going to, no, I'm going to follow your lead. Okay. I I don't want to take this away from you because I know that you have a, have a special place in your heart for this movie. I so do. you can feel free to stop me, but this is my theory for how we're going to tackle this. I would like to discuss the first hour of the movie up to the trial. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, I need to Tarantino it and go to the real, real ending and then like backtrack because yeah. it's the scenario that I was able to think about the least because it happens so late in the movie. That's the part I want to talk about because I haven't really reconciled all of those details in my brain. Okay. Okay, <laughs> good. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to take I'm a ready. swig of my water. <laughs> I was going to say. Let's... So the movie takes place in South Florida, which makes a lot of sense to me in terms of plot. Mm-hmm. There's this sexy high school guidance counselor. Whatever happened to this guy, Matt Dillon? I feel like he didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't really remember many movies 
that I was intrigued to watch that he was in. The only thing that I did watch as of recent, and it's not even that recent, it's maybe like 2016? Oh, you are going to say 20 years ago. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's not recent. Well, close enough, but yeah. He was in that show Wayward Pines. Do you remember uh, that show? No. I was so, like, that was a good show. Like, it was one of those, what's her face was in it from Spy Kids. The mom. Oh my God. Carlos Sugina. <laughs> she was in it. But that was like a good, like one of those suspenseful, like, you know, whatever shows. But that was like the last, like, main thing. He's such an attractive man. It's just unbelievable is. to me that he didn't go on to have a bigger career, I guess, at least in more prominent things. Yeah, and I forgot how, like, how much he was like a baby in this movie, kind of. Okay, yes, but no, because I need to talk about the ages of the people playing high yes. school students in this movie. So yep. at the time, Matt Dillon was 34, and Denise Richards, playing a high school student, was 27. Does not look like she's in high school. None of no. these kids who are supposed to be high school students look like they're in high school. It kind of takes you out of it a little bit because it's supposed to be an affair between a teacher and his students and it doesn't look like that at all it doesn't it, it, it doesn't it look looks, like it's bad or that it's yeah. not supposed to happen it looks like a consenting adult relationship two two really hot people <laughs> right fucking. or three depending. or three yeah <laughs> yeah it doesn't like you don't feel icky about it at no. all no and you don't feel like anyone was in like a predator prey relationship there's manipulations going on but it doesn't really feel sinister enough because everyone seems to have adult agency so it's just like yeah okay so they're setting the scene like all these girls at the school do they just love this guidance counselor his name is sam and he is like a man of the people at this high school which is just ping 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 like red flags everywhere he's best friends with all the kids and denise richards her character's name is Kelly. She, like, needs a ride home, so he gives her a ride home. Like, it's like, not... shit would not fly today. No, absolutely not. And it shouldn't have flown back then either. <laughs> no, it so... shouldn't have flown back then, but I guess when your mom was screwing him for a long time, I guess it just means that... Yes, we're told and shown that this man is a is a womanizer. And so it doesn't help his reputation with the students, I think. He just does not seem like a good guy from the get-go. So... That was one of the things that annoyed me about this movie is like, I didn't, I wasn't rooting for anybody because everybody was like an asshole in their own way. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, I don't know what this says about me, but I was never on Kelly's side. No, I mean, whether no. it was whether it was true, but like, oh, you know, oh, from the allegation, right, like, okay, from the allegation, from the get go, not knowing what is about to happen or whatever the plan may be. She was a horrible actress in terms of yeah. the entire thing. And first of all, there is an ensemble cast that's so I feel like it's kind of big because it's like I forget about Kevin Bacon's role in this whole thing. <laughs> Oh my god, why is Kevin Bacon even? We get like, to see his peen though, which is great. Um, I missed it. Tell me it. you caught that. <gasps> no, I missed it 100%. And then I was researching the movie afterwards and I was reading about like Nev Campbell had a no nudity clause yeah. in her contract and then Kevin Bacon was supposed to have one. But then apparently he was like, and then you see my penis in this one scene. And I was like, wait. When did we see this? It was a blink and you miss it, but I was so I was so concentrating on telling you that you have to watch the mid credit like the credit scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. That I forgot to be like, oh, and don't forget, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. There's a penis. be on the lookout. <laughs> so I Kevin mean, Bacon's is peen. it good? Is it like a good peen? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. It's a okay. good one. I'll go back and check it out. I just, okay. I watched it kind of late last night. So once it was over, I was like, oh, thank God. Because this movie is <laughs> at least, at least a half hour too long. <laughs> it is. As I'm, because again, I've been watching this movie since I was in like ninth grade. So the more I watch it, the more I'm like, yeah, they could have cut this whole part out. Oh this wasn't necessary. Y- you were right. It takes a lot to get to the, the sexy parts, to any of the yeah. legitimate parts. And it's, well, yeah. I almost forgot that we were watching this movie for sexual content because again it was like almost an hour into the movie and I was like nothing and it's not even like 365 days because also we don't have sex for a very long time into that movie but at least there's teasing and like the implication Mm -hmm. of sex to come this was just like what are we doing (laughs) like this trial is unsexy so backing up at some point Denise Richards Kelly I'm gonna call her Kelly now and one of her friends come over to Sam's house to wash his car for some kind of fundraiser thing on the weekend and he has to give them a coupon for I don't know exchange of services <laughs> I don't yeah know. so she sends her friend off and she goes into the house she's like dripping wet it was like a very classic slow motion uh, montage of a car wash <laughs> yeah and the, the music that's used whenever it's gonna be the intense or close to the sexy moment right it's like that weird creepy like humming song and I was like yeah that makes it seem more sinister than sexy in a way I don't know she's she's very forward about the fact that she's into this dude and Mm -hmm. he as as a guidance counselor as a teacher as an authority figure is not doing anything to dissuade her from behaving in this way he's basically encouraging her when I was watching the movie I thought it was bizarre that you know, he's got a girlfriend there at the house when the girl girls come over to wash his car. And she's totally fine with the way that he's interacting with them when it's very flirtatious and like sketchy. She's just like, okay, I'll see you later, honey. And it's just like, man. Yeah, she was kind of just like, <laughs> she kind of stuck her nose up at the fact that it was Kelly. She's like, oh, Kelly Van Ryan, like whatever. But then like you find out that she's the daughter of the lawyer of the mom. So right, like what? Like what is she everybody's like- connected? It doesn't really fucking matter. No, this whole plot is so convoluted in so many ways. People are just involved in back channels that don't really matter, but they are. Mm -hmm. So anyway, she goes into the house and then she's literally dripping wet on his floor. But there's a cut in time and then she's running out the door. She seems really upset and is bolting away from her shirt is conveniently ripped on the side. Also dry. <laughs> she's she's dry. dripping wet when she goes in. She is totally dry when she comes out. I wrote in my notes, I was like, how much time has passed? How long was she in this house? <laughs> so she runs away, blah, blah, blah. Next thing we see her mother, who is a goddamn piece of work. She is in the throes of passion with some weird Spanish guy. Yeah, one of her yard workers. Somebody. Yeah, presumably the hired help. She gets a call from the school saying that Kelly wasn't in school today, so she's trying to track her down, but she figures out that she's in the backyard just shooting skeet off the off the pier. And yeah. the, they're, they're very rich people, so I guess this is the hobby that rich people have. And when she confronts her about why she skipped school, Kelly's like, oh, my dad, I miss my dad. He died. And he <laughs> she, the, mom's, the mom's so blunt about it. She's like, well, he didn't have to kill himself. Right, yeah. She's like, like, I don't know, like, I don't know what to tell you, girl, but like, he left us, basically, and you need to get over it. 
Mm-hmm. So then Kelly finally chokes out that she's been raped and she identifies her rapist as Sam. So obviously her mom drags her straight to the police. Kelly tells them her sad sob story about the rape incident. Mm-hmm. And as you say, the acting, not great. Not great. And even at that point, the female detective, I always forget her name. Gloria. Gloria, thank you. She isn't buying it from the get-go. No, but okay, so I agree with you that there was something shady about the performance and that the vibes were off on it, but I still recoil so much when a female police officer, and and I know this is kind of of the time because this is pre-Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. but it always upsets me when they jump so quickly to that without an investigation. And even there's a part where they're talking about like how they need to investigate her claims, talk to her friend's family, his friend's family. And she's so worried about damaging his reputation. And I feel like that's such a real world thing that happens where it's so much more about protecting the accused than it is protecting the abused. And like, it's hard in this movie because obviously it ends up being a scheme, but it usually isn't. So it's just, it felt very uncomfortable to watch it go down like that. It just felt like she's a bad cop. That gets confirmed later in the movie. Oh yeah. It just, I mean, it's, she's not not good. good, And they're not great partners either. So it's, (sighs) yeah, well, that's a long story that we'll get to. (laughs) Anyway, so Sam finds out that he's being accused of rape. He retains representation with Bill Murray. Yes. <laughs> the best choice you could ever make, really. <laughs> and Bill Murray is portrayed as a sleazy Saul Goodman kind of lawyer. He's mm-hmm. wearing a neck brace when you first see him because an insurance adjuster was floating around and I guess he's running some kind of insurance fraud scheme. But he's like, we're going to we're going to take care of this. We're going to fix it. And everything moves pretty quickly. And I was kind of confused as like what the rest of the movie was about, because <laughs> we get to the trial, like the trial is already going on and they Oh, wait, we have Susie almost forgot about. Oh, yeah. Our leading Susie. lady. <laughs> yes. So Nev Campbell, who is Susie. is sort of trailer park, wrong side of the tracks kind of girl. She obviously butts heads with Kelly earlier in the movie, but she also comes forward and makes a statement to the police that she was raped by Sam in very similar circumstances. There's like a phrase that he talks about with like little girls can't make me come or something. Can't make me come. Like, okay, that's then that seems like a really bad plan to rape little girls. Like if that if they're not turning you on enough to come, then like why are you doing it? Right. And like they stop on their own. Like the way that she explained it, well, like Kelly explained it a little more in a diabol like it seemed more diabolical, but like the way Susie described it, she's like, No, he just stopped. And then like right. Kevin ba- like Ray. Kevin Bacon. It's like, yeah. what do you mean he just stopped? And he's like, he just like stopped on his own. And it's like, okay, but then, so then why is he doing it? Like, and then that they even right. question that too. They're like, why would he do it then? If not, and then that's when the quote comes out, you know? Right. And like, rape is usually about power, not about sex, but usually power gets them off. Like, that's right. the whole thing. So it confusing. confusing. Yeah, they really didn't get their story straight with this one. I mean, they got them straight, but the story is just kind of weak. Yeah, right. It's a, yes. They were telling the same story. It was just a bad story to mm-hmm. tell. Yeah, that, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. So we get to the trial and Susie is on the stand testifying about her encounter. 
And Bill Murray is pressing her. He says, oh, but like, aren't you friends with Sam? He bailed you out of jail once and then he didn't bail you out the second time and you were super pissed. So isn't that why you would do this? And he's like really pushing, pressing hard on her. And honestly, the prosecutor probably should have stopped him. <laughs> he he tried. Like, finally. Yeah. Yeah. But like after, after he yeah. was done badgering her, he's like, excuse me, she, he's badgering her. It's like, yeah, it's the damage is done because she already starts to say, oh, never mind. Um, I made the whole thing up and it was Kelly's idea. And mm-hmm. uh, whoops. So Bill Murray is super excited because he's like, well, now we can sue Kelly's mom for bringing this whole thing against us. She's going to pay us out huge. This is all a false right. accusation. Looks bad on them. Yeah. Right. So they get that all settled and they sign the papers. He's got $8.5 million now. And everything is great for him. He's been cleared and he still decides to quit his job because reasons, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But he stays in the same town and lives in a motel for another reason that I'm not really sure about. Right. And like he loses his house, but couldn't he just kind of like get it right back with that money? Well, exactly. Like he doesn't buy another permanent residence. And I guess maybe if he's planning on leaving, but also that motel takes so long. Disgusting. Grimy. Yes. So this is the point at which the movie reveals to us that none of this was true and that it was all a plot to get the money from Kelly's mom. And then presumably at this point in the movie, you're thinking, okay, this is a plot between Sam, Susie, and Kelly. Mm -hmm. So the three of them are celebrating in this gross motel. And this is where our threesome comes into play Mm -hmm. an hour into the movie. It was kind of sexy, but at the same time, I feel like because of the limitations, because Nev Campbell had the no nudity in her contract and because the movie, was it rated R? I think so. Had to have been because we saw boobies and peen. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I... Yeah, it is rated R. I always joke that I would always, I'd probably be the Susie in a threesome because if you notice in the scene, <laughs> she just does a lot of rubbing on people. <laughs> or she's just kind of like standing to the back. Yeah. Just offset, like, all right, come to me yeah. when you're ready. Like that. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a little bit awkward because there's a very obvious third wheel in like every like they didn't know how the three of them should be working together on this. So I thought that was very interesting given the threesome we had seen in the last movie that we covered. Yeah, because that I mean, again, I think they had a little bit more freedom because it's Netflix. And so like. They, they could kind of imply things that were happening. But, like, nobody's going down on anybody. There's just kind of kissing and then rubbing. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> and champagne un- poured. I mean, I, to be honest, I would want somebody to lick champagne off me. Oh, like an Emily in Paris crossover here? The Whoa. champagne. Oh, nice bottle of champagne. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to bring them into this. No. no. Oh, okay. Sorry. But you know what else I found funny, too? The fact that, like, Kelly tries to portray herself as, like, obviously for the trial, too, because it was, like, right after or whatever. But the fucking buckle shoes with the frilly socks. Oh. Oh, yeah. That didn't help. That That didn't help the whole like, okay, now you guys are going to bone in a threesome thing. Right. I didn't like that, Um, especially because, again, she doesn't look very young. No. And so it's very clear that like this is being done uh, as like a fetish, I guess. Yeah. 
So uncomfortable with that. So this is where I kind of want to pivot to the end Mm -hmm. of the movie because there's a lot of shit that goes down between now and the end. And like, I think I need to work backwards. Okay. So initially, initially the plot here is the three of them, they want Sandra's money. So that's why they do this. At the very end of the movie, it is revealed that Susie is actually the mastermind of this entire thing, which involves more people than we're even aware of at the beginning yeah and her motive is what (laughs) her motive was legit what bill murray brought up at during court that one davy no not davy or that one time she called sam for help and he was out of town but then wouldn't it have made more sense for her to just turn him in for fucking his student and doing cocaine with her why also bring them in and get the money and then bring Ray in. Well, I think and- the Ray part I'm confused about, but okay, <laughs> she was blackmailing Sam with the pictures of him and because I think him and and Kelly were already having an affair. Absolutely, yes, that's what we're yes. led to. So it was her, and then I don't know because then she brings him to the motel, and they see Ray coming out with somebody, and she's like, "Oh, it looks like you guys, you know, hang out with the same people or something like that." And says to make friends with him. Right. So maybe it had something to do with just having the cops on your side trying to get money from a very rich person. I don't I don't know. But I just know that it was it was her from the beginning. Yes, but I'm trying to understand why she needed to take so many people down and like who she was actually after. Because I think she does have motive to hurt all of these people. She was mad at Sam for not bailing her out of jail. She was mad at Kelly because Kelly's a raging bitch. She was mad at Sandra because her husband. Okay, so I don't I don't understand the whole backstory here, but it turns out that Susie is Kelly's aunt and somebody one of one of the relatives got her mom pregnant, dumped her in the swamp and then that and then like her mom drank herself to death, but she grew up and maybe hates their whole family, so like she wants their money. Which is fine, yeah. I guess. That's a good motive. And then Ray... Ray killed her friend. Ray killed her friend Davy, which, again, I think I, like, wasn't listening and I didn't really understand, like, her friend Davy. Okay, so Davy, <laughs> Ray... Because Ruby... Ruby tells Gloria this story later on, too. And she's like, Ray liked the, like, the whores from down here. And he would get around with the girls, basically the swamp girls, whatever. And Davy was, I guess, looking at raise girl the wrong way and that and then she said like oh and then he never came around again and davy was dead or something like that right because didn't i think ray was like beaten up on some woman and davy tried to intervene right and then ray killed him and Susie saw it so that's all the people involved right so i like it it makes sense that Susie would want revenge on all of these people. This just feels like a really convoluted way to get there. It is. It really is. Because, I mean, but also kind of smart in how she got them all connected. And then we find out, too, because Walter says to Gloria, like, because we'll find out, but he's selling her boat. And right. Gloria's like, I didn't know she could say it. Like, I didn't know. And he's like, she's really yeah. fucking smart. Like, she's been tested when she was younger. She could do literally anything she puts her mind to. So, I mean, that kind of brings it together, too, on how she was able to manipulate this entire concocted story. Yeah, I think for me, it just it's so unbelievable that this would have worked. Oh, yeah. Given the people involved and then even to 
understand who knew what because I guess Sam and Kelly were only aware of the plot to the extent of getting the money. Yeah. But Sam knew that Ray was involved. And I guess maybe Susie had just said to help steer the police investigation or something. Maybe that was the excuse she gave him. But did Kelly know that Ray was involved? I don't think Kelly knew a lot. I think it was... Because yeah. the whole time it was basically Kelly thinking that she was going to escape with Sam. And that right. was that. And I think Sam was putting in her ear a lot too. Like you have to, to keep Susie under wraps and you have to, because like trying to make it seem like it was them against the world kind of. And um, right. so I think she was out of the loop. Yeah. But then also Susie, Susie stages her own murder mm-hmm. here because she makes Kelly believe that she's going fucking nuts like with the guilt over what they've done, that she's paranoid. And so obviously Kelly goes to Sam and says, we've got a problem. And then he's like, well, I'll take care of it. So he allegedly bludgeons her to death with a wine bottle yeah, (laughs) off camera. So Kelly doesn't see it and then wraps her up in like a plastic tarp. They put her in the trunk of a car and he dumps her in a swamp. But uh, allegedly she's still alive after this. So, I mean, okay. So Susie's plan here was to eventually frame Kelly for her murder. Right? I think so. And Sam was on board with that too, but then why? Like, what does he get out of Is he still just in it for the money and he was just using Kelly? I think so. To help with that? Yeah. I, and she was the only one who thought they were going to live happily ever after. <laughs> right. And I think he also wanted to just be the last man standing. Yeah. I mean, fewer people to share I mean, I with. think he was going <laughs> to pull a Susie in a way and that was his plan. Yes. Right. Because he wants to eliminate as many of the loose ends as possible. But it's, it's unclear to me if before Susie gets to him, if he was planning to get to Susie. Probably. Yeah. More for her then. So after the staging of Susie's death, Kelly kind of starts to freak out a little mm-hmm. bit. And so Ray has been kind of, and this is confusing Super to me stalker. Super stalkery. And is like pretending to be investigating this, even though he's in on it. But he's like really trying to point the police investigation at Sam, which is interesting to me. Like, why would you do that? That's what I was confused about, too, because and I thought about this last night. Because, again, you watch it so many times and you don't really piece it together like this. But the whole time I'm like, he's trying to out them, but he's in on it and needs it to work. So I don't understand why. Or he's just trying to sound insane so that he gets fired and then, which I don't know how that helps him. No, I mean, I don't know either. I guess it it allows him to kind of exit the situation without a lot of suspicion. Like if he just resigned one day and moved to the Cayman Islands, like that would be weird. But I mean, it wasn't part of the plan to kill Kelly. No. That happens by accident. But also Sam does not see him that upset about it he's like he shouldn't have killed no. kelly it's yeah, like he oh, was okay. kind of annoyed but <laughs> yeah he was kind of annoyed but again it's like one fewer loose end yeah. which is honestly like from their villain perspective it is a good way to look at that i do think that there were too many people who knew what was going on here and some of them needed to be killed yeah. if you were going to keep a secret But I mean, the thing is, like the police investigation, as much as Ray tries to drive it in the direction of Sam, they're not listening. No, they're not. They think he's insane. 
Yeah, so it's just very bizarre. And because he even sends Gloria to like spy on Sam at one point, and then Sam catches her and brings her into his hotel mm-hmm. room where he has creepily kept all of the files on, yeah. <laughs> on the students from the school where he's like, look, Kelly was violent and unhinged. So um, she probably killed Susie. So they like almost kiss in this weird moment. Yeah, it was just very like, weird. But, and she was not against it. She was, she was no, all for no. it. In the beginning of the movie, she says he's kind of cute. And so it was just kind of like, man, you were unprofessional. And that's why it, I think that's part of why it bothered me when she immediately didn't believe right Kelly's story because it's like okay because you thought this guy was hot now you're like mm, this girl must be lying exactly so she's very frustrating to me as a as a person <laughs> as a character okay so i think the the biggest what the fuck for me was when so after kelly is killed like it cuts to like sam on a beach a nice white sandy uh-huh. beach and he goes back into his little villa or whatever. And there's somebody in the shower and it turns out to be Ray. That was the moment where I was just like, okay, what are we doing? Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> what is Ray doing in your shower? And also he's like pretty casual about it. So like, are they boning? Oh, I never thought of that. I thought that's where that was going. I thought it was going to be like, this was all, all a scheme between these two gay lovers who were just trying to like be together. <laughs> Because he's just very casual about the fact that he's just in his shower. He's walking out, doesn't bother to cover himself. So they seem very comfortable in each other's nudity. (laughs) Huh. Never thought of that. I don't know. No, I mean, mean, that is a great, a great, um, I don't even know the word. If the movie had ended there. (laughs) Yeah, if the movie had ended there, I honestly think I would have appreciated that more than like the rigmarole they took us on in the next 20 minutes. But the two of them are like, okay, great plan. Good job. Well executed. And so now it's like the two of them left and Sam's like, oh, the money's not going to transfer for a couple of days. So we should just hang out. Let's go out on the boat. So they go out on the boat. Sam very obviously tricks Ray into fixing something with the sail. And then he does a quick turn. And so he kind of falls overboard. But he manages to hang on somehow. And he climbs back on the boat. They have a little scuffle. And then Ray gets shot with a spear gun. Uh Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, Susie's there, and she's got blonde hair now, and all of her teeth, which makes no sense. Right. <laughs> because part of faking her death apparently involved pulling out a couple of her own teeth to make it look real. And this is, again, the point at which I'm like, this is unbelievable. No one would do this. If you're planning on living a whole life after you fake your own death, why would you <laughs> rip your own teeth Well, now out? she's got the money to fix them, so it doesn't matter. I guess, but I mean, I would still rather just have my own teeth. I don't think they needed it. They could have just had her blood at the scene. True. And given these detectives, I, I mean, they really don't follow through anyway, so it doesn't matter. Goddamn idiots. So... They finish off Ray, and then it's just the two of them on the boat, and they pour themselves some drinks, and Sam is hesitant because he's like, are you going to fuck me? And she was like, nah, man, like, I would have to know how to sail this boat to be able to kill you at this point. And he, like, is satisfied with that, which is kind of fun, like, as an idea, because men are just so willing to accept that women are helpless and right. don't know anything and yep. <laughs> whatever. But I think it's weird that he was like initially cautious but then chooses to trust her because <laughs> I don't think you could trust anybody oh, in this movie. No, you can't. And the fact that he knows what kind of a mastermind she is 
I, right. I totally get why he questioned her to begin with. Yeah, and I would have been more nervous if I were her because he's obviously got no problem committing murders and doing devious things. So I feel like you couldn't trust one of them had to die. Yeah. So she does manage to take him out with poison in that moment. He starts feeling not so great, and then she smacks him with the boom, and he falls into the water, and she can sail off into the sunset with her $8.5 million. I guess maybe less than that, because at that point, he's bought a bunch of shit. Right. But now she has a boat and probably a house somewhere. Yeah. And the very last scene, we see her sitting there, and Bill Murray comes up to her. Oh, yes. And gives her a briefcase with hangaround money, or Mm -hmm. whatever he calls it, and he's like the rest walking around money walking around money and then the rest is in an account and then she put aside for ruby and walter too she gave them right a decent sum i kind of like that that he was in that moment like i don't know i just loved him as a character and i found him i loved him too but i didn't understand how he fit in here because he got a cut of the money But, like, did she come to him and say, this is my whole plan? Because, like, it seems a bit of a coincidence that Sam went to him unless he knew to go to him. I guess he must have known to go to him. Well, when it initially happened and, like, the principal came up to him at the boat outside. Right. And was like, oh, you're being a kid. First of all, the way this was handled, I found very funny. Because nowadays, it would not be so lenient. He just comes up to him and he's like, dude, you're being accused for uh, <laughs> rape. And uh, what are we going to do about it? Like, it was just yeah. very nonchalant. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to need a lawyer. So my thing is, or I thought that the principal dude recommended him. Because it went from that scene to him going to meet with Bill Murray. Yeah, well, it was kind of like, who's going to defend you against the Right, because everybody in this family, town, yeah. Yeah, the richest family in town so i don't know if it was set up from i guess it would make sense maybe if she had already brokered this deal if she had told him like when you get accused go to see this this lawyer Mm. it's just there's so many moving parts and like he at least he kind of makes sense as a person who would go along with such a scheme but at the same time like there was murder involved people died and i feel like that should be the line in the sand drawn for a crooked lawyer (laughs) you know maybe but it's (laughs) I I also love like you go in his office and it's all pictures of people like that were injured, quote unquote. Yes. And like with with their settlements. With their settlements (laughs) and like little notes on the pictures of like, thanks so much. Yeah. I mean, but I think like at that point, you're that crooked of an attorney. I mean, there might not be a line. Maybe. And I guess like none of these people were good people. So I didn't really feel bad that any of them were getting screwed over. Right. And maybe that was the point. It was just kind of like take out all these monsters in one fell swoop. I also found it a little interesting that Robert Wagner would do a movie involving sailboats and... um... Oh, yeah. His his, (laughs) uh, checkered past there. (laughs) Very, very awkward. Death and people missing on sailboats, not a good look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. let's draw attention back to that, please. <laughs> well, I'm just wanna going through my notes just to make sure I have I've said everything I want to say. So okay, we're an hour into this stupid movie and the only tits I've seen are Sandra's, and that is depressing. <laughs> oh right, I forgot we saw Sandra's. <laughs> yeah, um, and they were not that great. So No. Sorry. Yeah, sorry to the actress. It was made up for by Denise Richards. And we got to see them several times because when she was in that blue we did. suit, yes. That the was nipples. Hot. Uh-huh. <laughs> the nipples were showing. That was super hot. Also, who pats yourself dry? Let's let's <sighs> stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I mean, obviously it was just uh for the, the gram. Yeah. For the, <laughs> <laughs> the gram. 
God help us if we had the gram in 1998. Um, Honestly, I would have been a much different person today, I think. I think that would have been very damaging to me and my self-esteem. <laughs> my God, it's damaging to me now. I feel like my main objection to this movie, because it wasn't really a bad movie, two problems. It was too long and there was too much going on to the point that they literally needed to intersperse extra scenes into the credits at the end of the movie to further explain what happened in the actual like put that in the movie (laughs) like why is it in the credits there was so much time wasted I think early on and with like even the backstory of Susie's mom and how they're related and did what's her face did Kelly know that did Sandra know that I I think the motive was too muddy and if they cleaned it up a little bit it might have landed better but I think it was still kind of unbelievable to me that she involved so many people in this plot and still got away with it I just I think that's so unlikely (laughs) yeah I mean looking back of course it's You've had me see it in a different view because, you know. (laughs) Oh, well, I hope I didn't ruin it for you. No, no, no. You didn't ruin it for me at all because I'll still love it forever and ever. But I agree with the whole like dispersing stuff into the credits. Although I always loved that for some reason because I found like it was the last like aha moment. But again, if you don't watch me, you see the title, the end credit come up. And yeah. you shut it off. You missed that whole explanation. You'd have to do it fast, though. I think the first yeah, they scene did came it. in pretty quickly. So even if you hadn't warned me, I think I would have. Okay. Unless I was so angry with the movie that I just turned it off immediately once like it went black. Well, because I like... always think about it. Half the movies we watch, <laughs> you'll say to me, did you watch after the credits? And I'm like, no. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, well, well, you so missed that's... a whole ton of shit. And it's like, okay. Yeah, well, that's like more more of a you thing. Like, I, I usually just leave it on because I'm like processing and I'm just like, right. oh, man, what, is, what was that? But that's why I said I'm like, you're really good at this, but just letting you know, just keep them on. Because <laughs> um, that's where literally all the answers are. <laughs> like, it's... Well, they could have put that in the regular they movie. could have and cut out a lot of the middle <laughs> shit in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I feel like this movie reminds me a little bit of Swim Fan. Yeah. That is a movie that when I saw as a youth, um, I was like really into and like kind of obsessed with and it was kind of sexy and dangerous and whatever. But I feel like watching it back as an adult, you're just like, this is ridiculous. Right. That movie always made me want to have sex in a pool. And then I actually ended up having sex in a pool and it was not not enjoyable. Yeah, Um, it is not. It does not look or it does not feel as good as it looked in that movie. Uh-uh. I like that it, we're taking movies that we saw so young and for us to watch them then, the effect they had on us, and then we watch them now. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah, that A, recognizing what wouldn't fly now and what's more ridiculous than we would have thought then. So yeah, it's, it is cool to... We're watching it with a different brain now. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. Like totally different brain chemistry. So everything... <laughs> That once made sense no longer makes sense. And the things that attracted me to the movie are now just like, what (laughs) What was I thinking? Yeah, it's always going to be a guilty pleasure, like forever. So that'll never get taken away. But the the (laughs) thoughts and how the meaning, the true meaning behind the movie are like what it should really like, what you should come Mm -hmm. out thinking is totally different. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was... (laughs) <laughs> i can't help but grin because it's just such i love this movie such so a much. dork <laughs> okay to wrap up i want to i want to talk about all three movies that we've done this february uh-huh. sexy february so which one was the sexiest to you oh 
Burning Betrayal. For sure, that one. Yeah, I, I absolutely concur. That definitely had the steamiest sex scenes of all the movies. And they had the mo- the couple that I was rooting for the most, I think. Yeah. And then overall, like, overall package, like, which was your favorite? Overall package. Honestly, a Burning Betrayal. Really? Because now if I had to compare, if we didn't do Burning Betrayal, it would be Wild Things, no doubt. Yeah, that's interesting because I'm kind of leaning towards Wild Things just because I felt like there was more to it. Burning Betrayal made a half-assed attempt at a backstory. And a right, plot. a good thriller plot and like Wild but Things think... did have the good thriller plot. I, yeah, I Wild mean, Things bit off more than it could chew and Burning Betrayal didn't have enough. took a little nibble. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't quite enough. So, and I love how we're just not talking about happy endings. <laughs> I, we just totally dismissed it from what we've done. I, I've purged it from my brain. Okay, so then just to add it to some category, um, if you okay. had to rate, if you had to go from most favorite to least favorite order. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Burning Betrayal was my t- my top choice, mm-hmm. and then I think Wild Things, and then Happy Ending. <laughs> Same. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's kind of tight. Like, I don't know that I'd want to watch either Wild Things or Happy Ending again. And like the length of ha- Wild Things makes me hesitate. I forgot a it bit. was close to two hours. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. But I do think that it was a bit more interesting. And Bill Murray again will like save the day. So <laughs> yeah, I always forget, you know, you know, the main people. But then I'm like, oh, I forgot so and so is in this and what. But it, it was a good cast, I will say. Yeah. And it makes me think about, because thought it was on Tubi, wasn't on Tubi, couldn't find it on my fucking free thing, and had to get the MGM Plus seven-day free trial. No! Yeah. I will be canceling that today. I watched it on my site. I would, If you had told me, I would have sent it to you. It was on my site. My but, like, I site. can't stream it to my TV, and it's just, like, oh. a pain in the ass. So, But when I was on my free thing, and I searched Wild Things, it brought up all the sequels. Oh, yeah. I did see that there were and sequels. And I'm like... Oh, these look bad. Like they're yeah. like really bad. Like what's his name? Ashley A- Parker Angel, I think, is in the fourth one. Oh, I can't believe there's four. Like, and it's about a foursome. I think it has foursome in the title. Hold on. I, I think to... you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So it's w- Wild Things, then it's Wild Things Two, plain and simple. Then it's Wild Things Diamonds in the Rough. <laughs> Yikes. And then it's Wild Things Foursome. Cool. Okay, but the guy who plays Walter in the first one is a random captain dude in the fourth one. Oh my god, what a throwback. You think the fans are <laughs> super excited That's to see Walter? Walter Wait, is his name Captain? Wait, I didn't fully look at his name. If it's Captain Walter, I'll scream. Oh my god. That'd be so cute, though. I mean, it shows his progression. He was just playing with alligators. Right, he was wrestling gators. No, it just says Captain Blanchard. Oh, okay. Oh, there was a TV series? No. Oh, Jesus. Three seasons? (laughs) No. Oh, no, it's a a game show. Contestants have to guide their... Uh Oh, (laughs) contestants have to try to swindle people out of money. (laughs) (laughs) Contestants have to guide their team partner who are blind as they are dressed in a fursuit resembling a wildlife animal through various challenges. (laughs) What the fuck? Sounds like a Japanese game show. Also, there's no pictures depicting the show, so... Interesting. I'll see if I can find it, because that sounds like a wild It's like a It's concept. like a game show for furries, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a whole different... Yeah, we, can't, we don't have time to We don't have time that. for the furries today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Lord, well, that was Wild Things. I hope you liked our two-sided perspective yes. of that. <laughs> Although we did come together... 
with some Yeah, I know. I think you agree that there are problems with this yeah. movie. Uh-huh. And, and I just don't have the foundational, I saw this movie when I was younger, so I have an appreciation for it. I'm just straight up hating on it. But I, I can understand why you would have sentimental attachment to it. Yeah. And also, it's like, when you watch that young, you're not paying attention to the plot, really. I was just kind of like, right. oh, the sex is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, I'm not analyzing the shit out of it like I am now. Of course. That is our job now. That is our job now. That's how we look at movies now. We watch it and we're like, huh, can we yeah, pick we this shit apart? Yeah, we think way too hard about yep. it. <laughs> so that was, our, that was our sexy romp, our three-week romp. It was fun. It I had, was. I had fun. It was a lot of fun. And next week we calm down and uh, because of it being a leap year, we're doing the movie leap year. So definitely join us for that. And as you know, you could find all of our info, schedules and whatnot on Twitter, Instagram, the website. And do you have anything you'd like to add? Yes. Hope you all had a nice President's Day. Mm-hmm. Celebrated them presidents. And then today, the 22nd, is National Margarita Day. So everybody have a margarita. Do you know I actually have that in my calendar? Oh, really? On my phone so that I'm reminded. Can't forget. Yeah, can't forget. That and National Rum Day in August, which I think is August 16th. Margarita Day. (laughs) R.I.P. R.I.P. Jimmy. R.I.P. Jimmy. So sad. So if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for Jimmy. Do it for Jimmy. James Buffett. (laughs) James Buff. Oh man. But uh yeah, so until next time.